All right, Sarayim Tov. We continue in the Sefer Nefesh Shimshon. We now are going to focus on the Bracha Asher Yotzar, um, which we say first thing in the morning in the early prayers and every time we come out of the bathroom. So <clears throat> this Bracha, which begins with the words Asher Yotzar Es Adam Blessed are you, God, King of the Universe, who fashioned man with wisdom. And it describes the brilliance of the human body, the way God created it. And this is the most common bracha that you make. Um, you, got, you make it once you get up in the morning. And on average, depending on your age and your bladder control, about every three hours, approximately. So you're making the bracha, let's say, about six, seven times a day. So that's the most frequent bracha you make for this. And God created the human body in a way that we have to constantly recognize the blessing. In other words, everything else, you make one bracha. You, you, you open my eyes, okay? You make it once in the morning. We hope you remember the rest of the day, and that's it. Now, eyes are very important, as we now see. <laughs> but, okay, I recognize it first thing in the morning. It should carry me the rest of the day. And if, God forbid, you didn't have eyes, it wouldn't be good. It wouldn't be good. But the entire human body, where we're talking about the digestive system, the circulatory system, the whatever other systems are over there, the entire health of the body, any moment you could drop dead. You get one little rupture in the wrong place and a very, very little one or a little blockage somewhere, a very little one, you're finished. This bracha is for your essential life. That's what we're saying. If, if any cavity would open up, or if anything would get blocked, we couldn't stand before you for a moment. So therefore, since we're de dealing with an issue that's so imperative, we have to remind ourselves often through the day. And when do we do this? And we go to the bathroom. That is clearly the greatest blessing that we could have. If God forbid you can't go to the bathroom, you're not gonna live very long. And besides all the other uh, bodily pains you may have with this. Okay, now he asks an amazing question. Usually most brachos are requests. Usually a bracha is, is a request. But here, what do we say in the bracha? Bless you God, King of the universe, who created man with great wisdom. And you created orifices, you created cavities. And it's well known before you that if any of them will man function, we won't even exist for a minute. Blessed are you God, the one who heals all souls and does wondrous things. So what's interesting is we don't make a request. We just say if anything would mishap, we couldn't stand for you for a moment, in front of for a moment. We can't exist. So what we're really saying, it's obvious that this is the reality. 
and it's not really asking for anything else. Now, when you're talking, and this is a long bracha, it's not a, not a one-liner. A one-liner is, you open up the eyes. Okay, very, very short brachas don't come with requests. You understand? Bari praise. A short, short bracha, there's not enough room for a request. This bracha is many words. It's longer than many brachos of the Amida. Generally, longer brachas have requests. What's a longer bracha? Well, the 19 brachas of the Amida, those are longer brachos. They come with requests. This is a long bracha that has no request. It's just a description of what the reality is. It's with this one, and also the one after you eat food where you say, Borene Fashos. All you're saying there is Borene Fashos Rapos. You created many souls and what they need, and he provided what they need to keep all people alive. Blessed are you, God. Uh, 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 <laughs> saying it by heart doesn't. But you're not making a request from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You're just stating a reality. So why in these two brachas of Asher Yatsar and Borena Fashos, where we're thanking God, where we're mentioning we, we have food when we need it, or able to eliminate food when we need to. These are longer blessings. Let's say, for example, Al Hamichya, Al Hamichya has a request. Uvenei Yerushalayim, you should rebuild Jerusalem. There are requests there. But here, there's no request. Why Tafka, these two brachas, don't end with some kind of request? And the answer is, there are certain things that are so obvious, you don't need to make a request. Just clarifying the reality by definition means it goes without saying that I need your help in this area. Okay, we say Golui Viadua, it's well known before you, it's revealed and known before you that if it wouldn't be this way, we would be dead. And the food we need is to keep us alive. We're, we're just saying, you know, bless you, God, that you created people and their needs. And you're providing food. You know, we understand what happens if you have no food for a few days. You're dead. What happens if your body malfunctions? You're dead. So guess what? You don't have to make a request for that which is so obvious. Just stating the obvious, by definition, already expresses the request. And Hashem is called, and Elohim Chaim, a God of life. Why? Because the reality of life of a person is part of the life that God gives you. And we live at God's will as he wants us to, to live. So we see, interestingly, life is the great equalizer. Let's think about it. Are all human beings the same? Definitely not. There are some people who live... Um, There's certain people who are wealthy, certain people are poor, uh, certain people are smart, others are not so smart, right? Some people are healthy, some not so healthy. But one area, everybody's the same. We need to live. And that can go the same. It doesn't matter who and what you are, there's no guarantees. 
there is everybody needs that same idea of the breath of life giving you life. You can't say a rich man has more oxygen than a poor man. A smart man has more oxygen than a poor man. In other words, everything else in life, there are some who have more, some who have less. Some who are needy, some who are not needy. When we deal with areas where there are differences and your life could be a lot better if you had a little more of it, that's appropriate to make a request. Because you're not feeling well, you daven Hashem to feel better. You're in poverty, you daven Hashem to give you more wealth. You don't have a shidduch, you daven Hashem to help you with a shidduch. Because there are differences between people. But life, everybody's the same. It's, it, it's not designed to ask for. It's obvious you need it because there's nobody in this world who can say, I, get, I can get along without it. And therefore, there's no need to make the request. Right? There's no difference. That's why we say, Golui Viadua, it's well known and revealed before you, Hashem, that we don't have the basic anatomical correct structure will be dead. Now, this is interesting. Now, let's take it a step further. This is all year long. What's the one day of the year that's an exception? No, no. The exception that we do ask for life. Rosh Hashanah. Remember us for life. Right? Write us in the book of life. What's the difference? Because on Rosh Hashanah, the book of life and the book of death is opened up. And now, you know, when we're standing on Rosh Hashanah, we are, I want to arouse ourselves. That what is really being decided on Rosh Hashanah? A lot of things are being decided, but your life is being decided. God said, okay, you're going to live 5783. Last day of 5783, God says, okay, that's the contract's over. Do we renew the contract or not? Well, let's see what you have to say about it. <laughs> you want to live another year or not? Nah, I don't care. I don't, I don't need you. Okay. But if we're asking, because this is when it's decided that we're going to have this life. In other words, there's no, there's no status quo that has to remain. Just because God lets you live for one year, now he has to decide, am I going to have the person live again? It's not a question of punishment. It's a question of, I gave you a gift of life for a year. Should I give you the gift again? I didn't owe you anything. So the contract's over. Should I give you another year or not? Now, sometimes, let's say, in the middle of a year, a person gets sick. Okay, so therefore we pray not to die. So, you know... We, we, we do things to, to, to get a merit for this, right? And therefore, if you, have, if you already are alive and you're getting sick, you need a merit that you don't die. But somebody who's already um, in a situation of death, which means at the end of the year, you're dead until, unless Hashem renews the contract, then you need a good reason to be able to be alive. The difference between you're alive and you want to have a reason not to die versus you're really not alive anymore and you need a good reason to be alive. 
So let's say, for example, a person has a very bad sickness and he will can die very soon. We can go to a doctor and try to fix up the blemish, right? But what if the what if there's no air around the person's existence? Well, there's nothing to breathe. There's nothing to talk about. So therefore, as the year goes on, on Rosh Hashanah, we say we're not alive. So we want to be put into that category of people who are alive. Okay, Hashem decides, Rosh you're alive. Now that we're alive already, we don't have to, we just have to recognize the fact that we are alive. I don't have to ask anything because we know without it we can't live. And therefore, if Hashem doesn't watch our health, we'll die. So that's understood when we are asking that we should have, it's understood that we're asking for help. Do you hear the difference? In the beginning of the year, where Hashem is deciding if you should live, we have to ask for life. Now Rosh Hashanah passes, he obviously decides you're gonna live. Now, something's gonna happen and God's gonna maybe so, maybe now you're gonna die. Now, when you're alive and you could die, then you pray to God not to die. But in the beginning of the year where everybody wants to just get that lease on life, everybody has to ask for life. So that's the first point. So really be grateful that we're alive today. And what we're saying is, God, we recognize that we could die any minute and you are the one that's taking care of us every second. I don't have to ask, it's obvious. It's it's more of of a blessing of praise. When you praise someone saying, you know, without you, I'll be dead. It's not you have to ask, oh, please keep me alive. It's, it's an obvious thing. Okay. And when you really reflect on the text of the bracha, we see right away that this, uh, the root of this is not so simple. We say like this, you created man with wisdom. Wisdom is very deep understanding. It's not just two plus two is four. That's not deep wisdom, okay? And the truth is, did Hashem only create man with wisdom? How about the whole universe? It's not with wisdom, okay? But still, we even though everything God built was with wisdom, but by man we focus especially on it. There's a special expression of wisdom because we are like the most sophisticated machine that exists with unlimited wisdom. In other words, to really think, it's not just, you know, you were smart, you made us. It's incredible wisdom. Human beings could not even come close. It's just for a few examples. Nikavim, nikavim, chavalim, chavalim. You have cavities, you have orifices. Do you know what I mean? Billions of cells you got in your head. Okay. We're talking about cells, okay? You take the number one and put 21 zeros after it. All right? We're way past the trillions. That's how many cells. And oh, I forgot, that's in a baby's brain, not an adult brain. So do you understand what's the odds of one of them messing up? And more than that, if you'd be missing a few of these, you'd be in big trouble. I don't know why God had to make so many, but he did. So it's it's revealed and known before your throne of glory 
So why are we saying these words? We could say that about anything. No. Hamotzi lechem in arts. We could say, it's revealed and known to you. If you don't give me bread, I die. But we don't say that. It's well known before if you can give me water, I would die. Why over here, these words, dafka for the health, we say in Asher Yatsa, it's revealed and known before you. You know what the answer is? Imagine people made this bracha 300 years ago. Did they even know what cells were? Before we're able to get into a body, figure, okay, listen, how many pieces are in a human being? Two hands, two legs, reproductive organ, a body, a head, so 10, 15 things. <laughs> then you get a little smart. And not everybody's so smart. Not everybody learns biology. Like, how would you know you have bones? If nobody told you you have bones, what would you think? I got a hand. What's inside? I don't know. Do you realize it's not just bones? You got, what do you got all those things called? Um, tendons? I wouldn't know a tendon if I saw one. I wouldn't know a ligament if I saw one. And there is like one of them? There's dozens and dozens and dozens. Every little area, you know. Recently, one of my toes is just hurting me. There's no uh, bruises, there's no nothing. One of my little toes is just hurting me. No infection, there's nothing wrong with it. For the end of what? At the end? Yeah. Just one toe, it's not the bottom of the foot. It's just one of, of the 10 toes. So I went to a chiropractor. Chiropractor says, you don't think you have to not um, massage your toes to? How's it different than that? It's got bones, it's got ligaments, it's got, it's got all that. So your, your toe has not uh, been exercised properly. And then and then she, she takes it and pulls the toe and does this, you hear a little crack in the toe. And the little toe needed attention. Who even knows about these things? And then we're saying, you know, who really knows the great miracle of the human being? Hashem is the only one who knows. We don't even know. We, could, we, have, we can't begin to appreciate it. Okay, I'm healthy. Okay, I know. I could, you know, everyone knows we have a heart. Okay. Okay, thank you. My heart is working. Okay. Now we get, now, but, you know, had not been for, how do you know you even have kidneys? Have you got any, yeah, who knows what's in here? I don't know what's in there. I never took a look inside. Especially before we had uh, ultrasounds and all these other things, x-rays, and all this. I don't know what's going on in there. And, and you can see the sophistication of how they're dealing with diseases, cancer and all these things. It's like incredible to what level they go in depth and that they can now find pre-pre-cancer cells. That's how far they can go. You don't even have cancer and they can tell you're gonna get cancer. And therefore, we have to deal with things, the pre-pre-cancers. So the, the depth of the wisdom is incredible. So what we what is called the human being is got billions, billions. And the, what do you call it, the spinal, the, 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 the membrane in the brain, if you would take the, I don't know what it is, it's like the stringy substance, and lay it down, it goes for miles. 
Or, or your eyes, Sid. Your eyes. You think your eyes, it's just an eyeball. What is here already? It's an eye. Pluck it in, pluck it out. You got an eye. Again, you got the retina. Okay, so that's the eyeball, yeah. What are you talking about? You got this glaucoma. You got, you got water, some liquid there. You can just drain it out. Who knows about any of these things? So only Hashem really can appreciate it. So it's, uh, so what we're trying to say is it's, I am an, an amazing specimen of your incredible wisdom. And I'm blown away by that. And the way Hashem made it in such a way that your knees can bend, your arm can flex, all these things that really work really well to keep you being the way they're supposed to do it. Okay, you know, he gives an analogy. Let's say you have a plane that's not functioning so well. So the uh, computer will tell you, you know, how dangerous things are. You know, it's saying, well, one of your engines isn't doing so well. It's not that great. You could ask the computer, you know, how long can the how long can this plane uh, stay in the air? It'll say two hours, three hours, whatever. Now, if you would put everything about a human body into the computer and you ask the computer, how long can this human being last before it dies? It would say it, it should die right away. There's so many parts, you know, it doesn't come with a 30 day guarantee. So many parts, you know, a plane's got so many parts, you know, the plane gets older, there's a higher likelihood it could, you know, crash, you know, whatever, deep. Uh, uh, doesn't function properly. You ask the computer, how long will the body last? It should be dead. So the, the, our human body defies logic, so to speak. And that's what means we couldn't stand and exist before you in a natural way. It's so complicated. Okay. Uh, one time, Ref Pinkus says he gave this lecture and an elderly Jew came over to him afterwards and he heard from a big professor in Hadassah Hospital that the professor, with what he knows about medicine, he says, when I go out on the street and I see people are there, I don't understand how they're not dropping dead like flies. Because the professor knows how intricate the human model is, we should be dropping dead like flies. And uh, Rapinkas mentions one time he was in an accident. Okay, and it was a pretty bad accident. His car got smashed, like like accordion style. And he's in the car, and he's sitting in the car. Now, he figured he broke probably a few ribs and things like this. So somebody came over to help, before I guess before the police, before the ambulance. They say, get out of the car. <laughs> get out of the car. So said, I can't. He says, listen, all you do, pick up, take one leg, take it out of the car, you get out of the car. And this is how you do it, right? So I said, that's great. That's if I had healthy feet, but I can't move my leg, period. So the fact that we, when we make the bracha on the fact that we are healthy, and we have so many body parts and we still have health, always remember when you weren't so healthy. Because when you're not healthy, you feel how much you're not worth anything. 
And when you are healthy and you understand that, and that in one minute you can be sick with any little sickness, even a little thing, you're not worth anything. One really bad infected toe, your whole body is suffering. So it takes one little goonish. You know, you're walking and you just trip over the crack in the sidewalk and fall down. And your, what do you call them, break? Uh, uh, what usually breaks when you, your hip. You break your hip. Nebuch, we just had uh, two days ago Rabbi Haber, Rabbi Haber's father, Oliver Shalom, went for a hip replacement last week. Pretty standard. So they gave him the hip replacement. He developed some kind of infection and he died. He died yesterday. The funeral was this morning. Okay. And that's like what we call hip replacement, pretty routine, no? But Hashem saw otherwise, and something doesn't go right. All you just need is one little uh, infectious cell to do this and that, and then all of a sudden it runs away, and there's nothing to do about it. So we have to remember this. So, so therefore, this is a great, unique praise to Hashem that made us in such a natural way that Hashem has to keep us alive with continuous miracles. In other words, I have to always look to Hashem. That a, a healthy person is a walking miracle. Simply stated, a walking miracle. Because we say that if one thing goes wrong, you're finished. And therefore, what you're meant to say is, Hashem, I appreciate how much you're with me all the time. And therefore we end, blessed are you, Hashem, you heal all flesh, and you do wondrous things every moment. As it says in the book of Eov, from my flesh I can see God. Person should be thanking Hashem every minute and praying for it. Okay. It's, it, it's interesting. You ever have, hear stories where people you know your age and they drop dead from a heart attack. Did you ever notice that your heart starts hurting? Psychosomatic, right? Somebody got a brain aneurysm. And you go to the show and say, yeah, he started having headaches six months ago. He thought it was nothing. You know, all of a sudden you get a headache. And you're fine, but it's just, it's just psychosomatic. We're ready to get afraid. It's natural. When you hear that something happens to somebody, it could happen to you too. Okay. And you have to realize a person knows that they are created deficient. Meaning to say, we're not made that we run on automatic. But we always need, we need food, we need this, we need everything working. If the heart says, you know, I'm kind of bored, I'm gonna take a 10 minute coffee break. You're finished. So when you see a deficiency with someone else, you already start checking yourself, maybe I have it. And that's why we have to be thanking Hashem every moment for this. And therefore this brought of Asher Yatsar specifically is a tremendous skula, a charm for health, as the earlier rabbis say. And may this one say, when a person makes the brach Asher Yatsar with kavona, word for word, 
Say the early svarim. A person will never be sick his whole life and won't need a doctor to heal. Now this is every time you say it. Six times a day, 365 times a year. That's over 2,000 times a year, times 70 years, 150,000 times. If every time you say it with Kavana, why? Because you recognize through the brother all the kindness that Hashem does you with his awesome kindness that opens up a connection. Remember that line to our Kodesh Baruch And what is it we're supposed to conclude when we make this bracha six times a day? So it takes 20 seconds. First time you're in shul, you got a sitter in front of you. Okay, now, now this is a bracha you could say by heart. If, if a person knows it, there's no need, you have to have a sitter. But to really stop and say the bracha and have concentration on it, what you are what you are really reaffirming is number one, Hashem is revealing, is revealed in this world through his great kindness. Just looking at a human being walking, it's chesed Hashem. And the goal of that is that we should recognize it. That's all. So how do you recognize? You make a bracha, you praise, and you thank Hashem. Right? There's so many different ways to thank Hashem. And that's what it's all about, to get all different flavors of blessings that Hashem gives us. So the greatest schooler, you want to have eyes that work well, Sid, and everybody else, have kavana with the bracha bokeh ivrim every morning with a lot of kavana. No greater haslacha. You want parnasa? Have kavana in mevarech hashanim when we ask for parnasa the bracha. There's no greater school. You want to be smart and learning. Chonein hatoas. Okay? And just believe in that. And when you say Baruch HaTashem, you're opening up wellsprings of brachas. People want to run, run to tzaddikim and this and that. I'm not saying that's not a good thing to do. But you can save yourself the effort. You have a problem in an area, Hashem has given you a sitter to deal with that. Okay, we'll stop it over here.